In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates authors who make brave choices. We are Jenny Nordback, Melody Carlisle, and Katie Robert. This week we are continuing our read-along of the Peculiar Tastes series, which you can now read on KU if you missed it during the Kickstarter. If you're reading ahead, we'll be back next week with The Vixen's Deceit by Nikki Sloan. But this week, Liz from the Make Out Already podcast has joined us to recap The Hellmouth Guardian's Lover by Adriana Herrera. We're here. We're here. We are on book three. Things are heating up. It's so hot. (laughs) There's an orgy. There's a dick to There's many orgies. Yeah, we're... We're going places. We are doing The Hellmouth Guardian's Lover by Adriana Herrera. And we have Liz from the Make Out Already podcast here. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here. I love Adriana Herrera. And she literally has one of my cousin's names, which is funny. So I'm a big fan of her. Like the exact same name? The exact same oh, name. I, I, I sent the cover of her historical that just came out, A Caribbean Heiress in Paris, to my mom because I thought the cover was really pretty. She's like, did your cousin write that book? <laughs> yes, you should just start rumors in your family. Yeah. Right? So, so I'm very excited as a fellow Dominicana whenever I get to read her work. We are the opening of the book. The first line is she's going to kill you. You know that, right? And so we've got August and he's talking to Guillermo and it's clear that like, 
August has come back and he is going to see his lady love and he's not supposed to be there. She has threatened to kill him on sight if she ever sees him again. He's like rubbing the scar on his face. He has a scar oh. on his face from the last time he saw her. I bet he rubs it a lot. <laughs> He could have gotten rid of it, Katie. This comes away later, but he could have gotten rid of it, but he kept it because it was the last thing she ever gave him. I love him already. I'm getting so far 100% invested. (laughs) (laughs) And so not only has he come to find his lady love, but his lady love is the proprietress. That is not a word. It's fine. She is running an orgy. This is like her new skill. It's her new trade. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's real good at it, is what Guillermo is telling him. Yeah. He's kind of responsible for her losing her last job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's what she's doing now, running an orgy called the Monster Smash. Oh my my God. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I love Guillermo is like, did you hear what she named it? And... (laughs) And August is like, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) And like, August was her first. Like, she didn't know what cunnilingus or fellatio were when they first got together. Like, he had to teach her things. So, like, in between the time when he saw her and now, she's gone from, you know, being like a complete novice at everything to being the mistress of this orgy. Mm-hmm. I do love that, that it's not like, oh, you fucked right off and now I have no feelings about anything and I don't do touchy stuff with anyone. It's like, no, I run orgies now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a little bit of backstory on August. So they used to be Sentinel and Hellmouth Guardian. Mm-hmm. So there are these Hellmouth Guardians that like seal kind of portals is that like like gates between that aren't supposed to be there type yeah i kind of think when a crack opens up that lets the creepy crawly demons out they have to go and close it with an incantation and they're like a team so they're Mm -hmm. like it's this very sacred partnership with a lot of trust and so he was her sentinel you are not supposed to fuck and that's where the trouble began but before that before august was part of the order the order is is what they were a part of he is like a snake demon because Mm -hmm. his father fucked over a witch and she was like you're always a a bad idea and so he was cursed and August and his brothers are now like snake demons. So he. So has, were like, were they born at, before the curse or after the curse? I think it was so, after. Was it after? I guess yeah, I, have I think the that screenshot she right she here. was like you. He was you're gonna be a snake just like your dad. Yeah, he was sixteen. Oh, okay. And so he she got, made him hotter, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he and his four <laughs> brothers got cursed, and you know he thinks he's a monster, of course. But it really means he has a snake dick. Listen, I've seen those vellum arts. Which I've does not have art. a snake dick, just so nobody no, disappointed. No, 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 there's no snake dick in any of our art, which now I'm like a little bit hurt because we that was the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Listen, we failed you, but what it's okay. a snake dick? Just so I learned Is it a about... hemipene? Yeah, I learned about hemipenes. I did not know. I'm not a snake person, but I learned because of this book. And I do wish that there were art of it because... I'm still very unclear looking at the ones that exist. 
in it's reality. It's like a dick coming out of the... It's not like both joined to him. It's no, like a dick it's, coming no, out like of a, the middle of like another a, dick. Like a forked yeah. dick, okay. almost. Forked dick. Which, honestly, that that seems like a thing that would be great i don't know it's versatile maybe. Yeah. yeah i mean we'll see right let's we'll find see. out i'm, I'm sure we will find out together yeah and so he did have to it, like he was then an outcast and he had to like make a living however he could which included sex work in places where he was like fetishized and it was like humans who went to be with a monster and it was this very othering experience and he's clear to distinguish that what ariadne has done is the opposite of that it serves the monsters so the monster smash is like Oh, I like that because so many monster romance kind of fall into that trap of the fetishy stuff. And I don't think that most people mean to fall into that trap, but it's really easy to do like that othering, which can be, I'm sure, very gross, like mm -hmm. for certain readers. And, you know, the fact that she's like acknowledges that in her book and then does a, a reverse Uno. Yeah. And I, it made me think of, you know, queer clubs and queer communities and, black music throughout the ages and just places where marginalized groups could feel like they could relax and be themselves so i was excited to see that she was very much catering to the monsters and yeah it wasn't just like i just want to fuck all these monsters and, yeah yeah, yeah. It's like an authentic <laughs> space yeah. where they mm -hmm. can be fully themselves and mm -hmm. pursue their pleasures, but like everybody's a monster, so it's fine. Um, I did take a screenshot of the cock description just because I felt like you needed it. Um, mm -hmm. Part of his curse was that he had two cocks like snakes, a thick one jutting from his groin and a smaller barbed one that sprouted from the first one's middle. Okay. So that's mm -hmm, what we're mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I love that for us, frankly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Like that's that is like a thing that like I didn't really realize when I got into writing monster romances. It's like there's an expectation that you're gonna get some monster genitalia. Yeah, and yeah. like especially with like monster dick, but like in general. And so like you know I appreciate something that I have not seen before, and that I have not seen before. So like well done you. Yeah. And the barb. The barb is a good move. Barb yeah. is always a good choice. Yeah. Um, so Guillermo is like, are you sure? Like, as he's telling him about the orgy and whatever, like, his horns are coming out. He's starting to kind of go demonic and shift. And Guillermo's like, bro, get it together. Like, you can't. And he's like, I'm fine. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he then goes into the orgy and he know he can sense her because they still have that bond that they developed he trained her to be a killer like he went and found her and trained her to become a hellmouth guardian and so they have those years of like fighting together and him training her and just like very intense connection between them and so he goes into the orgy and what does he find liz <laughs> he finds so there's tentacle stuff happening there are nymphs there are when this and then he sees his love ariadne and she is wearing this robe that's open and 
she comes out through like a velvet curtain right like she yeah he's like i know she's here and she's like she always did like that spectacle so Mm -hmm. like she knows i'm here and she's like waiting for the right moment yeah she is a showgirl so she She has two satyrs pull back the curtain of course because why would you pull back your own curtain that's ludicrous (laughs) and then she has a pet yes she does she has a vampire on a leash and she hasn't looked I at him like she's come out in her as well <laughs> she is presiding over the orgy but she has and she knows he's there and he knows that she knows but she hasn't even deigned to look at him queen moves and so she like tugs on the leash and gets the vampire to get up on her knees and start licking that pussy and she knows that august can see it and she's like just goading him like mm-hmm. oh pet you know i've never had anything as good as this <laughs> <laughs> i love that and he knows that she's goading him but it's working like he he knows and can't help being bothered by it he's got his horns out he's <laughs> yeah and so eventually like they engage and there's just like banter and shit talk back and forth between them and he eventually gets out that his new hellmouth guardian alicia is gone they're going to like sacrifice her in order to breach this other hellmouth and like let a bunch of shit out that's not supposed to be out during the shadow market and it's gonna be real bad Listen, the shadow market's full to the brim with sacrifices. They should have known this was coming. (laughs) And so this now has gotten Ariadne's attention. She's like, oh shit, okay, let's go talk. So she leads him back to like her her room, I guess. They end up in a like red satin playroom. Of course. With like a St. Andrew's, yeah, like a St. Andrew's cross. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just like, it's a sex room. And he's like, what the fuck? She's like, what? (laughs) What? I don't... Did you think that I was going to take you somewhere else? Like, that's silly. This is where I do all my business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She is unrepentant. Oh, and you know what happens? Like, as she's, like, agreed to go talk to him, and they're going to... And so she, like, gets her pet to give her a couple more licks just to like fuck with him a little bit and she's like getting into it and suddenly the mouth down there disappears and when she opens her eyes he has like picked the vampire up and removed her oh yeah (laughs) and he's like uh you know she's gonna be busy for the rest of the night and she's like uh, ariadne is like uh he's not known for his stamina don't worry i'll be back in a couple minutes like just banter 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 that's my favorite in like in general but especially in second chance romances is where because they know what buttons they're pushing because they know that person so intimately yeah and so it's like that dig 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 because they're just riling each other up and it's Mm -hmm. very very satisfactory for me yeah and so you know they like she's angry with him he betrayed her in some way it's not super clear like it's clear that he basically left her and like she was kicked out of the order probably because they were having sex and they're not supposed to have a relationship and he stayed in the order so Mm -hmm. she's like very betrayed angry with him says like i want to watch you bleed out it's fair and so he then explains that like he wants to go get alicia back and she agrees 
but with a condition. She wants to fuck. She wants that double dick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, how many snake shifters are there bouncing around that aren't his brothers? Probably not that many. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Or snake demons, sorry, snake demons, mm-hmm. not snake, snake shifters. I mean, he's um, sort of, he does shift. It's, yeah. it's fine. And so, yeah, there's like this mansion with the Brahms are somehow involved and like he thinks that that is who has his new partner and but like they have to wait for the thing to start so they have like time to kill what so she's like we've got hours to kill there's still this thing between us we gotta get it out of our system Mm -hmm. I want because that always works a hundred percent of the time yeah hundred percent Full proof. I don't see what could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But she's being really mean about it. Like, I don't, I don't like you. I don't respect you. I would just as sooner slit your throat. But you know, this this is what I would like to do because that's the only thing that I did like about you. Yeah. Oh, that is mean. <laughs> well, and he is like very much like you need to be put in your place kind of deal like Mm -hmm. grabs her by the back of the neck and there's like the pussy grab from the artwork and she's got the open robe i do not support a put in your place in real life but a put in your place in fiction oh yeah like Mm -hmm. sign me up do it do it i dare you (laughs) and they do they do the sex um they do the sexy sex he is worried he's gonna like come while he's still fully clothed (laughs) Um, also love that that's become an idlis thing for me of like oh shit i'm gonna come in my pants instant instant i'm like i love you i don't know like again in real life but you know what i probably behave with it in real life like you know what i'm awesome you're right (laughs) achievement unlocked (laughs) right how soon can you do it again (laughs) right well sorry we're not 20 anymore so i guess it might be a minute but (laughs) still amazing there's also an element of you get the sense that he left her because of duty yeah because you know choosing you know to restrain his base urges so she's like the great augustus custo out of control over a piece of ass yeah baby you're not a piece of ass you're the love of his life (laughs) oh yeah and so i don't know what order all of this comes out in but like eventually he gets her to take the robe off and she's got like a big ass snake tattoo all down her back and like it's beautiful and he knows that it's significant and she didn't want to show him. Like, she did not want to take the robe off. So she got the tattoo after they broke up? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you're going to try to convince your ex that he doesn't matter anymore, probably don't get a full back snake tattoo. Yeah. That gives away the goods immediately. Yeah. The and then on you. at one point she yeah. says, make me forget how much I hate you. Make it so the only thing that matters is what you're doing to me. Wreck me, August. Hurt me. Make me remember. <sighs> I love it. I love it. I don't it. know. I'm awing like it's cute, but it is, but like sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he says, Are you going to behave? And she's like, What kind of dumbass question is that? Like, I can pretend if it'll get us to the fucking part faster. <laughs> and she's just That's constant <laughs> mouthy little slut all the time <laughs> and gives no fucks. And August is the like more reserved, dutiful, serious. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. And she's just chaos. 
Mm, yes. And so he, but there's a lot that happens in the mm -hmm. sex scene. It is a very long sex scene. He tells her he's going to fuck her in all of her holes. She wants the barbs and she admits that she does not have anybody with barbs who is currently fucking her, which is, you know, disappointing. She misses it. And she wants the barbs. I get, why would you, why would you do sex stuff <laughs> with a snake dude if you were not going to be full send on the barbs? That's just silly. Yeah. And so he double dicks her in the pussy at this point. She's like, mm -hmm. I want both. Give me both. How does that, is it, so it must not be like a, it must be like more of a slant angle I then. don't know. I'm gonna but need it, yeah. some visuals. I feel I mean, like magic penis. Just kind of stuff them in there. Like, they can bend, right? Yeah, it's, it seems like it's bendy enough that he could, like, move one out of the way. Okay. Maybe. I don't hate it. Because otherwise, how would he have the option whether to give her both or not? Right. Yeah. It, or maybe it's just like so big that like it's a little bit more maneuverable. The okay. second one. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what's going the, on. yeah. The second one is smaller and barbed. Right. So you've got like, like the the big one, and then like maybe not quite that little. But like... <laughs> it's also fatter. The smaller. And then you maybe just like tuck this one up against this one, and then that like makes, yeah, you have to differentiate. Like if it's gonna be smaller, of course it's fatter. Like that's just that's that's oh, romance science fatter yeah hmm. like so, so so her butt gets the big one and her vagina gets the fat barbed one no i think in this part she gets both in the pussy oh okay 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 the butt sex comes in a second in the shower oh yeah that's a great place to have butt sex well, it is it really is <laughs> it's the correct <laughs> place to have butt sex <laughs> i don't know why i took a screenshot of what's here Oh, she's like, again, talking shit to him. And she's like, oh, you know, you didn't finish the job kind of deal. I'll have some satyrs take care of that when we get back. <laughs> I love and that. she she got him to bite her. And so he says, no one will touch you while you have while you still have my punctures on your skin. And I was like, oh, OK. Like, that's... like as in like he's enforcing her as in he like werewolf bit her and people can see his like essence oh, on her and that okay. i'm okay. not sure it's it's unclear. sorry i've just been reading werewolf stuff and it's a mm -hmm. lot of like his sense all over me and it warns off the other werewolves the other ones know not the situation we're dealing with yeah to yeah. me it was more i won't permit it that's fair that's <laughs> yeah. almost yeah. sexier in some ways because it's like no this is my line in the sand mm -hmm. and so then they so they're done with sex and she's like god damn it if i look at him and i see regret on his face i'm gonna like kill him on the spot like i can't handle that right now but thankfully he does not go down that alley and then he's like i'm gonna wash you now and she's uh, like well we don't have time for a bath and he's like okay shower shower it is and that'll definitely be quicker again romance logic 100% success rate. Yeah, you don't have to like run the water. There's it's sufficient. Right. You can go straight yeah. to the butt sex. Definitely. I yeah. think we should say here why it's so necessary to shower mm -hmm. right now because his seed is green. It is green. <gasps> Sorry, that's amazing. <laughs> Yes, it is. Oh my god, he slimed her. <laughs> oh my god, I'm now picturing the Nickelodeon show. This is just like buckets of 
just buckets oh of my it God. raining Amazing. down upon her. This yeah. is a deeply uncomfortable, like, core memory from childhood getting unlocked with the slime and, yeah. like, my present, like, poor self. Yeah. <laughs> this book. Yeah. Oh, exactly what now, I'm picturing now. So. That is my mental image. Every time he comes, it's just the fucking Nickelodeon slime. slime. Nickelodeon. It's like so thick that he just sits on top of their hair. Yeah. <laughs> God, those were the days. Yeah. Do still so do that? He... I wonder. Anyway, sorry. I don't okay, know. I'm on. sure it'll come back around, right? Like they're going to, it'll be the throwback I... for our generation. I want to say they've done it as recently as the last couple of years, but time mm -hmm. is a mystery so it yeah. might have been 10 years ago because i'm at that age where it's like oh it just happened that like recently but like i don't recognize anybody who shows up at like the kids awards or the mm -hmm. teen whatever the younger generation awards i don't recognize any of them so it was probably like 10 to 15 years I ago that they want to say they did it to scarlett johansson while she's been married to colin jost so it was I'm gonna, you like, know what? I'm gonna might have slammed her it's gonna bother me okay I don't know who Colin I'm sorry for is. Drugs. He's just a dude. He's on SNL. He does Weekend Update. Oh. But... When was the last time Nickelodeon slime was used? No, that's not it. I don't know when the last time was, but I do know now that they're one of the top Google questions is what does the slime taste like? Like the no. and it tastes like normal ketchup. I and I it. don't know why that is so unsettling, but it is. I don't want it to taste like food. No, I don't want it to taste like I mean it makes sense that they couldn't just like stick some like toxic ass shit on people's faces and bodies and stuff, but also ketchup. Like just seems wrong. I don't like it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> We've gone down dark paths today. I, I mean, it's knowledge I'm happy to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know. Now I know, yeah. and I can be mad at you every time I think of it. Listen, you know what? what? I had is to about. deal with freaking semen pearls. I. That's not which, me. Talk to which, Zoe. Which you know what? That's that's in the future. That is in the future. Hasn't happened yet. Wait, are you talking about the semen? earrings on tiktok no no in um in the captive merman's promise book five his, of the peculiar taste series his oh, okay, semen okay. is also special and ah. equally hor less more horrifying to me personally but i would say equally horrifying to like the general public right um you know by horror or greed like i don't know whatever your your thing is i don't care get some um, jewelry jewelry is way better than slime no no slime <laughs> isn't the same it's easier to no, clean up. Listen, slime is in the same category as splunk. It's liquidy. It's gross. It's not anything that you really want to be hanging out with. Pearls is body horror. You cannot convince me otherwise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I realize that I'm alone in this belief, and it's okay. I'm happy here. But it, if it if it like has a chemical reaction to change form, I'm not okay. Apparently, that's my line in the sand. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. But if it tastes like ketchup, then I don't know about that. That might that it. might ruin it. Canonically, <laughs> that's where it's at for me now. I'm sorry. That's that's what's happening. <laughs> so Guillermo comes in. He's been doing like some recon, trying to figure out where Alicia is, and 
he comes in and is like, this room smells like the sex. You guys have been doing the sex. What the fuck, August? Like, you fucked her up last time. This is not okay. Jeremo is very defensive and very pissed. So that does not go down very well. And then they eventually, like, quell the situation and... Now they're going to go on the mission. Like, they they have to go to the house and find Alicia and stop... Save the, the day. Stop mm-hmm. the baddies from doing the bad stuff. And so they have to, like... There's, like, bad beastie creatures that are around the manor that they're mm-hmm. going to go infiltrate. So Guillermo has, like, left some weapons for them and they're going to team up. The dynamic duo is going to be back. And so in the process of like walking there and going there and like infiltrating, there's a lot of talk that happens between them because like there was the I hate you and then there was the oh shit, we just had a bunch of really good sex. And then I think there's that sort of vulnerability and they know the situation that they're going into is really dangerous. So I think that opens some stuff up where it's like I I have to actually open up to you if i don't tell you now i might not ever be able to and then where will we at yeah but you know whatever (laughs) and so she calls him out for like having betrayed her and left her and whatever and it eventually comes out that like he has left the order and that's like a big fucking deal she's like you know it's like his whole identity and Mm -hmm. not something she ever thought that he would do Wait, so, oh, I'm going to, but like, so timeline wise, didn't he have to be in the order to be Alicia's partner? Did he just recently leave the order or was he he leave the order like? He did recently leave the order. So he is about 200 years old and he was the one who recruited her to the order when she was, I think, 19 he oh, went and no. tracked okay. her down. It's like a bloodline thing. It's very, it's very buffy. Fuck Joss Whedon. But but like like she's the slayer of this generation yeah i i don't hate it okay yeah so so he they talk about the fact that like the order doesn't give a shit about the the hellmouth guardians Mm -hmm. and that he acknowledges that like when she was a hellmouth guardian she would go into these like horrendously dangerous situations and get really fucked up and then they Mm -hmm. would be putting her back out to work again when she was like barely recovered and mm-hmm. it was still dangerous. And so they just go through these Hellmouth Guardians and don't really care about their safety. And so he explains that like when things went bad between them, which it turns out like he basically went and admitted that they were fucking in order to get her out of the order. Oh, so he did a sabotage to save her. So well, they got caught. Yeah. Okay. And they had to go in front of order court. And like one of them had to stay and one of them had to go sort of deal. And so yeah. he okay. stayed to get her out. Because okay. she went in there assuming we're going to be a united front and we'll just right. both leave. And he tells her they would have never let both of us go. They would have hunted us forever if we both left. So he says she leaves the room and he's in there by himself and she's in this room alone for hours and then someone else comes and tells her you've been relieved of your duties here's severance payment and august would like you to have back something that you gave him so like here's your box of 
shit we're breaking up with you on august's behalf he's asked to be reassigned to a different hellmouth guardian oh my oh we're not in need of your services Mm -hmm. anymore and then here's my ex-girlfriend box thanks like delivered by someone else Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's stung a little bit and so when that happened she knew where his like thinking place was and when she got there he was like sort of waiting for her and I think she took his dagger and just like slashed his face and that didn't say a word before doing it just from one eye down to his he knows what he did he Mm -hmm. she doesn't need to say words he he knows and this is where we learn she's like you could have gotten rid of it and he's like I didn't because it was the last thing you ever gave me oh I do love that a lot (laughs) like a whole lot And so he eventually, he's left the order because once his new partner, Alicia, was, the two of them were, like, investigating this couple, the Brahms, because mm-hmm. they thought, like, sketch shit was going on. And then it started turning out that, like, some of the head order people were, like, affiliated with them. Oh. It was getting really dodgy. And then Alicia mm-hmm. disappeared like was taken mm-hmm. and the order didn't want to do anything about it they were like she was investigating she, she shouldn't have been investigating she's not our problem like we washed our hands of her the second she stepped out of line and he this was his breaking point mm-hmm. he says that he like blamed himself for the f- with the stuff with ariadne because he was like i shouldn't have been having sex with my guardian but now it's clear that like they just don't give a shit so he has left the order and the two of them like come to terms with the fact that they still love each other and like if they manage to get out of this suicide mission alive that they would like to be together but like that makes sense though because the only thing holding them apart was this like positions and the fucking shit outside their control like yeah that's an easier thing for a second chance romance to overcome than like a lot of the ones you see in like contemporary romance where it's like oh he did this terrible thing or she ran off and didn't talk to him for 10 years or whatever it's like mm-hmm. oh no the giant magical order that wanted to sacrifice you like to further their goals like this was our compromise like that makes sense yeah. <laughs> and so they oh so they're talking and then there's like a roar like he's about to i think actually he maybe hasn't fully explained himself yet and they haven't like come to terms with this yet so there's a roar and then this like bear wolf rabid creature starts attacking them and they have to do a big fight and like save Mm -hmm. each other and then he ends up saving her and they explain that like he's her sentinel but he's only supposed to step in when she's in mortal danger but he has always been like fuck that i'm gonna help her if she needs help that's such a fucked up system oh, like yeah. hats off to freaking for like creating it but like that's fucked up yeah. <laughs> And so just as they think they're safe from the bear wolf because they take down the bear wolf together, there's a bull spider and things get really dicey with this like big hairy spider creature and they have to like get the underbelly and then they're all like covered in the web and the web has an irritant. So he has to like, it's irritating his scales and it's bad and she has to like help him get the web off and then they're just like Mm -hmm. sitting together. I think this is the vellum scene. Okay. And this is where they really get vulnerable with each other and we kind of did that out of sequence so now like he admits why he left the order and that they want each other and they want to be together and then he gives her (laughs) okay so what does he give her what so to leave the order 
he had to challenge this Crowley guy who was their tormentor, like the chief, like he's the head motherfucker order. dickhead that yeah. like, okay, okay, tormented okay. her, didn't care about her, put her in danger. He challenged him to a fight to the death. And oh. in these fights to the death between a sentinel and a member of the order, it's completely unfair because the member of the order is allowed to still have all their powers, but they depower the sentinel. Of course they do. Rig system. That's yeah. so shitty. <laughs> but August still won, and he got two things to prove his love to Ariadne. He took the guy's femur and carved it into a dagger for her. Oh. And he drained some of his blue blood from the guy's mortal wound and put it in a vial. So he's giving her the blood and bone of her enemy. The blood oh and bone God. of her enemy. And so it. it's this big ritual thing between them where if she accepts the blood and, and like spills the blood, then it, it, they're blooded. And it's this bond, irreversible bond between so the two So they're married, of them. basically. Mm -hmm. Like, fancy basically. magic married. So but they, like, like no divorce. <laughs> join hands, foreheads together, and she dumps that oh. blood out and then has no choice but to suck his dick. Because mm -hmm. I mean, that's the next logical, dicks. like... Plural. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, she does. It says she Do swallows she like, both cocks. Really? Hold on. I have okay. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that she was really fucking confused if she was the for her first like fellatio was with him with his <laughs> his <laughs> snake penis? That the next time that she met somebody with a penis was like, what the fuck is, where is it? Where's the rest of it? Like, you think she was like super confused? I really hope she actually asked, where is the rest of it? She seems like the type to ask. Like, she really does. Like, that's amazing. That is makes it, me so happy. Tap on it a little bit. Where it, right. Does it do the rest split? of it to come like, out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hello. Amazing. Yours amazing. is defective. Okay. Where's the barb? Right. None, you can't. How do you you can't move on from that? That yeah. so she does she so she gets that she swallows both cocks. She mm -hmm. swallows down his green cum. The taste like ketchup. Yeah, and that acts as a lubricant and an aphrodisiac. Oh, oh, don't hate that. Yeah, he goes down on her. He just like picks her up and goes down on her, which I appreciate. And I, I love that. That's such a like a power move mm -hmm. you'd be like oh no we're gonna pick you up and do that yeah mm -hmm. and then he they do the sex but he's clear to be like they're waiting for this like gong to sound and they're gonna infiltrate the house and he's like oh i can't barb you in case we get locked because <sighs> then we won't be able to like go do our job and i love that you know i appreciate the forethought in the moment we'll save the barbing yeah. for and i appreciate that there locked. are actual consequences that you can't like do an unclasp all easily like mm -hmm. yeah sorry buddy like, we might be hanging like out dogs. for a while like dogs stuck together Listen, i have a story about that not like it <laughs> you had cats tell? get stuck together no no the first what like 10 years ago or whatever when i took my husband my I don't know if we were married at the time, whatever. The first convention I ever took Tim to, we went to dinner with some authors afterwards and they were talking about how one of their friends was a, like an ER or paramedic or some shit. And like 
a lady had like done a thing and her dog had gotten like latched on and she had to go to the hospital because it wouldn't could not unlatch and like they're telling this story and my husband god bless him my husband's like well she's just bleeding that whole time like he thought had latched on like a bite he did not realize that it was <laughs> the barbed penis and then he was just like but why why would she do that because everybody's like oh yeah shifters like barbed like we understand what's happening no no idea that was his first like a event that he had ever gone to me with that he's like oh these are the people you hang out with which you know he just rolled with it but he but he was so good he's like but wasn't she bleeding that whole time they couldn't, like <laughs> it's like everyone's like no <laughs> let's so clarify so okay so now the action is about to escalate like we've had the romantic reconciliation they've decided they want to be together but now they have to go and take care of business or they have no future to come back to they've got to go save his partner and so i i'm so sorry i just need to talk about the visual because it doesn't say this but they are covered in spider webs and blue Mm -hmm. blood and green cum and probably dirt oh yeah and i'm just picturing that as they go into battle and she lost her skirt clarification yeah yeah i think he had to take his clothes off because the spider webs were i think he's like just scaled at this point oh does his his penises like tuck away like wizards do he might still have pants on okay and she has (laughs) she has lost her skirt it got shredded by the bear thing and she's only in the i know where adriana got the inspiration for this bodysuit it's the thistle inspired Uh bodysuit and like that is what she is going into battle in in this sheer bodysuit with the snake appliques when she has to tell him like stop ogling my ass as they're trying (laughs) to like infiltrate this house and so they reach this spot where there's like tight bars and he's like well like i can slither through i can kind of shift into a snaky thing and she's like okay i have to tell you something uh i can kind of do a slither thing too um like ever since i started ever since the first time i drank your blood because like oh they do that yeah it's fine it, it like unlocks. it's every fluid katie oh yeah they i mean you know what <laughs> share i everything. appreciate that they do not like hesitate to do, do all of it mm-hmm. um i like how you just sort of slip that in like you know every time i drink your blood like <laughs> that time, yeah every time i um, mean his blood is green his semen is green it just is easy to get confused know? maybe Definitely. they have different flavors i don't know oh she's she's also like turning green so like i have to add that to the visual that mm-hmm. she's doing a bit of a she hulk Oh, this battle! And Ooh, he I like it. Is like really upset by the idea that he has spread his curse to her because he he doesn't think of it as a good thing, whereas she finds it wildly attractive. Obviously, right? Your penis has a second penis with a barb on it. Horns. <laughs> We've neglected to mention the horns. No, no, you mentioned the horns. Okay, his horns came out when he was all emotional. Fuck her with his horn at one point because she like she dirty talks and like reminds him of it in front of other people when they're first like she's trying to get him all riled up and she's like oh you remember that time oh you don't remember maybe i should remind you took the took the bonkers and Uh went this i think is arguably the most bonkers of the bunch 
like it's as far bonkers. as like sex stuff goes yeah like yeah. it's, it's they, got a lot happening it's got all of it like there's so much i like it i'm very very like yay so this yeah. is the first one in the <laughs> series that i've read so oh really yeah so i i'm excited <laughs> to go back to the other ones I, i'm probably gonna read them all out of order no yeah, i mean they i don't read like, anything in order no and they don't overlap like a ton a ton it's more just like references here and there so they can totally be read like in any order um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she's turning green love that for her and so they managed to like do a slither through the bars and they managed to infiltrate the house and they get in and there's like a ritual happening his partner is like chained the rituals going on there's ghouls and then there's like the the brahm dude who it turns out is like a warlock and there's a big fight so she's like i got the ghouls you get the creepy dude and then like fighting they have to help each other they manage to free his partner he has to go after the warlock she seals the opening and they've done the thing they have they did a job well done a comp they saved his partner they still very much love and care about each other he's like we're gonna have to have a talk about your dick to puss like the dick to puss that's in here and she's like don't you fucking touch my dick to puss he's very sensitive <laughs> and so yeah they are that's their hea and then i will say if you want the bonus epilogue which is the monster smash wedding night you can sign up for her newsletter you want it. to get that you you, you really do yeah yeah it's very yeah. good and that is the hellmouth so guardians good. lover well, this I has love, been an experience <laughs> i love how she did like 400 pages worth of world building mm-hmm. and relationship backstory and character development in like 132 pages or something yeah it's a skill honestly yeah it's a tricky balance and like yeah it could be and also like second chance romance is tricky in general Mm -hmm. because the balance of like past versus present some it's hard to do sometimes but like this is great i big moments for me were the the thing about keeping the scar because it was the last thing she ever gave him was big for me and then mm-hmm. fuck it when he produced that dagger and is like mm-hmm. because up to that point like they've dropped mention of the guy who sort of tormented her and didn't care about her and put her in danger but you don't realize he's dead until that moment and she's oh, like that's oh well done. like you fought him to the death and you're still here like does that mean and he's like i got something for you <laughs> that's such a baller that is romance like, that is yeah. love and he also had let... to wait for like the proper moment to reveal like he didn't start off with that he waited till the, that he had like it in the bag and then he's like by the way let me seal yeah. this deal yeah well, and that's why he had to clarify like, be mean to him that whole time mm-hmm. before... he's like i didn't like, do I... it to manipulate you into the like blooding thing but like here yeah you know just because we're here we're talking about our feelings i have a lot of feelings you have a lot of feelings guess what i killed your mortal enemy (laughs) and i have this for you like (laughs) amazing tells her you don't have to spill it and she's like uncorking that motherfucker let's go (laughs) hand fasting right now (laughs) yeah you're not getting away again mother trucker (laughs) want to bond with the 
remains of your enemy is hot. That's sexy. Yeah. All right, aftercare. Is. Who has it? Uh, ba -ba 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 I've been reading a lot. Oh, I have aftercare. Okay, I got it. Mm -hmm. So I was just in New York for New York Comic Con. And of course, I can't just attend Comic Con. I have to get sick while there, as you can hear. Mm -hmm. And so instead of attending some really awesome panels on Friday, I sat in my hotel room and read like three Kate C. Wells books. Oh. And like Kate, like I hoard her books like a dragon because I know <laughs> that like when nothing else will satisfy her books, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like, there's just something about, like, her voice and the way she handles God. the content she handles that it's just, like, it's shit that I'm, like, I don't like books with kids. I don't like books with stalking. I don't particularly, I certainly don't seek out books with eating disorders. There's not kids in this one. Um, but, like, so Nikki the Driver had come out, which is the sequel to Run, Posey, Run, which I was one of my favorite reads last year. And so I was just hoarding it. And I was, like, all right, I feel terrible. I can't focus. I'm going to read this book. And it's, like, a big content warning for eating disorder because it's like the heroin deal that's how she deals with like being in a mafia family and her dad's abusive and it's just you know it's control over this one thing and he's been the hero nikki has been like essentially stalking her her entire life like just like not maliciously just like you are the thing that gives me hope and therefore i want to know everything about you which is i don't know whatever it's what it works. <laughs> but it, it's just it's it was such a like uh, one is the best sex that I've read from her yet, which is saying something like it's just he because she has like, you know, because the, the emotions and stuff get pent up in her anxiety. And then she like goes, she's a binge Edie. And um, and then she binges and then like works out until she basically dies to like because she does the calculations in her head. Mm. Um, and so like when she starts freaking out, like because he doesn't really realize what's going on 100 percent. Like he's just like, oh, I'm just going to keep fucking you until you are too exhausted to freak out which you know is not a solution long term but i don't hate it <laughs> and um and it's just like like there's just this moment in the book because her little sibling is trans and hasn't quite like come out and like it's just like we there or she's 18 i think 18 and it's like in that world that is not safe for her to be her her she has to be like her how she was born and all this heroin does is wants to get her and her sibling out of there and like fucking leave so that they can be safe. And, but there's this moment where they have this conversation and he's just like, she's like, well, you know, something about white picket fence. He's like, why can't we have that? And he doesn't mean why can't we have that? He means mm. why can't you have that? And why can't I have that? Why can't people with our trauma and our scars have that life mm -hmm. and it was just like oh like Aww. it was just so good it was so good take care when reading it's really <laughs> triggering for some people but it was i felt it was really handled with care the eating disorder wasn't loved away which is really tempting in a lot of romances to love the yeah. trauma away it's like they sort of spoiler but like they get out and they're safe and it's or whatever and she buys an exercise bike and he like is like listen like, I'm going to throw this into the ocean unless you agree to see a therapist. <laughs> and so they have to, like, navigate that because in Mafia, you don't talk. Like, you don't talk to people. Mm. And so it ends with, like, her attending her first therapy appointment. And it's just kind of, like, a hopeful into the happily ever after. That It's not Aww. fixed. It's not a thing. Mm. But there's hope that they will manage to, or she'll manage to, like, work through some of her stuff. And him, that. too. It, it's uh, it was so good and then i promptly read her paranormal too and 
again shit that i'm like i don't think i like that but like i read it and i was like i fucking love this shit so i love a rejected mate apparently um i remember being almost mad at how good casey wells's books were when i first started reading them where i was like where the fuck did she come from i was convinced it was someone's pen name because it was like me too at one point I was like, Katie, is this you? Like more than you accused me or not accused, but like we're like, did you? And I was like, okay, it would be really shitty if I was like, wow, this book is super amazing. And not tell anybody that I wrote it. If I did, I did not. But but yeah, they're so voicey. And I was like, the single mom one, you if you sat me down right now and you were like, Jenny, you have to read a single mom romance, I would be like, fuck no. you, I'm not doing it. I was gonna skip that one until you read the excerpt at the back of I think it was Run mm-hmm. Fuzzy Running, you're like, I'm buying this book, and I'm like, I think I'm buying this book. And then I and I don't binge read more than like two books at a time mm-hmm. in a series or whatever, with like some notable exceptions that are like my favorite of all time. I read all of her backlist except like one book in yeah. a single month. It was like 10 books. Wow. I was like, just all of because they're just so, and they all feel very different. And she handles these heavy topics, yeah. but in a way that doesn't feel like exploitive, exploitative, whatever mm-hmm. words. And yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It was just, she just does like just really good. good. Just yeah. And like... she's only getting better, which is honestly upsetting, but like awesome <laughs> at the same time. Cause it's like, fuck, you're so good. Like, God damn it. But also like, thank you because you provided me with, you know, a very delightful 24 hours when I was sick. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. One, I feel like I'm just going to throw that in as my aftercare. Like go pick up a fucking Casey Walls book if you haven't. Yeah, any of Any Casey Walls book. Like just pick one. Pick one that you think you don't want to read is my challenge to like, you. Plum, like plum, oh no. Sex worker. Like It opens just... with her sucking someone else's dick while he's sitting there. Like, yeah. tell me wow. how they're going to get an HEA out of that. Well, and like, I, I think, love the challenge. I think the next, I don't know if it's the last, but I think the next, because I don't like MC Romance either. And that's why I was like, oh, her other series is MC Romance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really read those books. And then I did, and I loved it. And 40, I think, is my favorite of the series so far. But the sister of the MC president is like the biggest bitch like she's just a bitch mm-hmm. she's mean and she's vicious and she just I'm takes care of business but also her. is really mean and she gets a book and and also the mc has like overlapping timelines where you're like oh something happened over here then you get their book and i'm like how do you keep track of this i don't yeah you anyway. see it from the other perspective and yeah. it's yeah oh so, so good she's so i'm very excited so for good. harper's book i think she's working on it next i'm on her newsletter trying not to be a creeper like i know Harper, i'm like i don't want to book that person but i'm like harper's book please and i think she was like i have to wrap my mind around it yeah. before i can write it and so that's why it hasn't come sooner which is fine i'll wait yeah i'll wait forever kate c wells <laughs> all right liz what do you have so i don't play video games usually because i'm bad at them i struggle with the controls but my husband has a Nintendo Switch, and I wanted to find something to play. And I've become obsessed with the game Cult of the Lamb. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I don't it's know so good. Okay, so, so good. Cult of the Lamb is this... It's all like adorable little woodland creatures, right? And it starts it out with not this sound lamb. Like... This lamb is the last lamb, and it's being sacrificed to these bishops, which they're basically like gods that are trying to prevent some prophecy 
to from coming true and the former fifth god who they have in chains resurrects the lamb and says i will give you your life back and i will give you powers if you serve me so the lamb their choices are yes or absolutely so the lamb comes back and kills a bunch of culty minions and then goes and starts a cult so throughout the game you are collecting little woodland creatures and indoctrinating them how do people come up with this farming and you're having them worship a shrine of you and you get the energy sacrifice yeah there's there's sacrifice you cook for the followers sometimes you cook like delicious things to them and sometimes you cook them a bowl of poop um because some of them are into that um listen don't judge me but like i really want to eat a bowl of poop and like oh yeah, and then they get sick immediately, oh. and you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even though you do all these things for them, you go on all these quests because they want like a flower, or they want decorations for the camp. Sometimes you'll get dissenters, and the dissenters can turn other oh, cult members. That's no good. So you have I know to what go... we do with dissenters. Yeah, so you have the option to sacrifice them, or you could just put them in prison which i'm a prison abolitionist but it's fun because it's like the old timey like they're in the wooden thing where their head in the stocks yeah they're in the stocks i love a stock yeah and once a day you can go and re-educate them until they love you again (laughs) re-educate them yeah and and then you also go on runs where you're slaying a bunch of monsters and eventually the big bosses are you are killing the bishops and each bishop that you kill is a chain removed from the one who waits who's the god that you serve and i haven't finished the game so i don't know what happens when you do release the one who waits uh, i don't know if there's this a twist wild but i love it it's adorable and i actually feel like i can play it and i'm not frustrated by like oh, i have no idea what i'm doing it's myself. just that I have escapism like yeah well and like i put it i don't like to get frustrated in games so i put mm. it on easy mode because i'm like yeah, i refuse too. to be mm. frustrated and it's like just pleasant because you just go and you do these dungeon crawls and you get resources yeah. and like the bones of the unfaithful desecrated bones of the unfaithful and you bring them back and build shit and like yeah. have your little farming guys they're doing stuff they're worshiping they're it's just yeah, it's just it's like the perfect balance of like what the fuck yeah. and like cute i've heard it described as hades and animal crossing i actually haven't yes. played animal crossing but i have played hades and that comparison oh. is apt yeah it's like a it's yeah i mean any kind of farm sim it's very similar i think although like i don't animal crossing is like the only farm sim i'd ever played where you do all the stuff so like i didn't know that like i was supposed to be setting up for my followers to do shit mm-hmm. like to farm stuff that I, it took me forever to figure it out mm-hmm. um yeah but it's it's just it's a great game like it's it's and there's it's like funny it is funny stuff that goes on. this is so yeah. cool um liz what are you working on and is there another name we could call you perhaps so <laughs> You can call me Liz from Makeout already, but you can also call me L Diaz. And my debut is coming out in February of 2023. It's called How That Makes You Feel. And it's like crazy ex-girlfriend meets get a life Chloe Brown. 
The heroine is a divorce therapist. She's in recovery from borderline personality disorder. She's coped by making her life a personal improvement, productivity, mindfulness project, oh. and avoiding all these big oh. emotional triggers. Oh, great. She, we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> and then she meets this jeweler who is adventurous. He's a world traveler. He's artistic. And he makes her feel all those big feelings. But he's probably not sticking around Pittsburgh because he only came back because his estranged mother died. So he is his sister's guardian until she finishes high school and they try and fail to keep things casual. So the question is how much can they compromise for each other without falling back into dark places? It's got Latinx rap, a sober heroine, a bi hero. It's got a secondary cast that you'll want to be friends with. It's got big, heavy themes. That I think I dealt with humorously. Uh, there are rage rooms and mutual masturbation and Ooh. some food porn. I and it's love definitely that bangs. list. That sentence makes me so happy. Rage rooms, mutual masturbation, mm -hmm. and food porn. Yes. Yeah, I basically wanted to just send them on a lot of really fun dates because I wanted him to try to get her out of her comfort zone in a way that she would be into because mm -hmm. she associates, she associates impulsivity and spontaneity with when she was at her worst. And, and they've both like done some pretty messed up things in their past. So they have like reasons to have relationship baggage and it's less about who hurt them and more about who they hurt. Oh, I love that. Like that's something that like, I don't want to say you never see because you definitely it exists everything mm -hmm. exists but like it's very it's the less common thing yeah. it's usually like oh they hurt me and so therefore but it's like oh they hurt oh, that's yeah. great I fully expect there to be be people who be like I they they don't deserve anything good because they fucked up so bad but the the people who get it will get it and honestly I think I think that that will actually reach more people like the people that are, it's meant for will find that so incredibly comforting to be like oh like because who among us hasn't been a freaking dick bag to somebody yeah. in a relationship yeah. me has? for sure Major yeah like bag. and so seeing that and being like oh it's i still deserve love mm -hmm. even if i was a fucking asshole to yeah. that person and hurt them terribly and they probably are off living their happily ever after in a romance mm -hmm. novel that somebody else wrote. and you're the but villain for me. Like, yeah exactly yeah. So yeah. I actually look at what one of the wronged people is up to now, and they are they are good. So oh, I love so that. There's some closure stuff happening. So it's called "How That Makes You Feel" by El Diaz. You can pre-order it. I have a when link is it in out? The chat for you. You got it. February fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. I know it's cheesy to release a book on no, Valentine's Day, but it's a really good astrological it's easy to remember. transit for me. Yeah, I love that you check that because on my indie stuff i will look and be like okay like mercury better not be in retrograde yeah. like other shit mm. i'm like when, yeah katie when checks for really us she'll be like yeah. no it this is it's safe we're safe here Listen, yeah so i, I mean was mars like... is gonna be fucked up but mm -hmm. like it's fine mars is gonna be fucked up forever yeah for like my entire Six months pregnancy oh it's gonna be fucked up and i'm a gemini son so oh yeah. see it's it's like it's a really weird one for me sorry we're gonna get here for a second because it's <laughs> in my 12th house which is gemini mm -hmm. but air jupiter's in my aries which is like my public career and shit mm -hmm. so it's like my career's doing things and privately it's like 
boundaries and like slow down and like figure out your life rest how am i supposed Mm -hmm. to rest astrology (laughs) so (laughs) yeah fun i love that shit (laughs) yeah yay okay thank you put the links to both make out already and to the lds social profiles that you can follow and to the new book and congratulations i'm so excited for thank you, you yeah, so congratulations. much thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week to recap the vixen's deceit by nikki sloan which you can get on ku if you missed it during the kickstarter If you need more bonkers in your life in the meantime, you can find all kinds of bonus content in the Temple of Defiant Joy on our website, which is bonkersromance.com slash temple. There you can get bonus episodes, video of the regular episodes, the Bonkers Romance book club, custom artwork, all kinds of good stuff, including Katie's ongoing recap of the Fertile in My Ex-Boyfriend's Dungeon series, which is an adventure. Now go forth and enjoy your next Bonkers read. And remember, be nice to the dictopus. He's sensitive.